I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. For Frank Haith, because I think like, you know, it, it was... Uh... Well, I just feel like he was the same there that he was at Missouri where like, it didn't crater, but it was just kind of very milk toast. Um, but other things I think you're looking at in this one, um, can Jaquan Walton get on track? I think what people are forgetting, you know he missed 18 straight threes last year when he shot 40% from three-point range? At one point in the season, he missed 18 in well, a row I, last year. I would make year. the argument we didn't forget it. We didn't know <laughs> we it. We didn't know it. Because he like, didn't play here. I actually think there is still hope for him as a, like, Good offensive so weapon. You're claiming for this he team. is literally the ultimate streaky guy. I think, like, it also points to how red hot he is. Like, well, that's he, what I'm saying. If you miss 18 in a row and still shoot 40%, yes. there was a stretch in there where you were shooting. It was shooting. the end of the year. His last, like, 10 or 12 games Ooh. last year at Wichita, well, if you look at his numbers, you can make the argument contract year. <laughs> Probably decided at that point he's leaving. You know? Well, I remember last year when Wichita came here to FedEx Forum. He had one of his bad games. Like, this is like, he has always been a streaky player, even dating back to like when he was getting recruited. Um, initially, like coming out of high school, out of Alabama, when he's playing with Team Dad. But last year, I remember Butch, you remember Butch Pierre, oh, who yeah. was on Tubby's staff for the last year? Oh, yeah. um, who That's like, a name you never forget. <laughs> he was like Butch. brought in to kind of mm-hmm. maybe give a little jolt to the oh, recruiting, yeah. even though he wasn't going to be an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. It was a very strange move in that regard. Um, well, he wasn't going to take his kid off the bench. <laughs> but Butch was an assistant for Wichita State last season. And I just remember walking. Uh, or, and I remember watching on TV. They they caught – he just was like dog cussing. Love it. Uh uh, Jaquan Walton on the bench at one point in a game I was watching last year, and like, and there weren't enough people at the at the Wichita State Arena to drown that out. Like, oh, you can hear that. Yeah, well, I wasn't there. I just remember watching seeing it on TV, um, and I was just like struck by it. I was like, geez. Um, but I think there's still. Uh, and he was. It seems like he probably responded. He seems like he's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like he's a coachable guy and cares. Um, and so. I think I'm watching him. He's going to turn it around here. I think he's going to be a guy who emerges in conference play. Is like, like I think we've seen the worst of him. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Tough to get a lot worse when you're literally not making anything. But I think that's a guy who could really give them a boost here. Like you know, they, it feels like these last two games have been kind of a lull. That's a guy I'm looking at as maybe who can provide them a little jolt here if he gets it turned around. I'm looking at Tomlin being a jolt. Well, uh, that too. I mean. What? How can he? How can he sort I'll of? Let you, I'll let you take. You get your Quan. I got mine. <laughs> uh, the two Quans. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Tomlin. Yeah. Y- you can have Walton. Well, like, how normally, big of, how normal, big of a role? I'll say this. Normally, you would always want to bet on a Walton. I'll bet Where on a Tomlin. Where should Tomlin here. be in the pecking order? Starting. Like obviously, David Jones starting. 
starting. But like, I'm just, I'm not even talking about starting or whatever. But like, in terms of, okay, who are the dudes on this team? Like, I think David Bond Jones David. is number one, yeah. right? And is then, he like ahead of now? Is he moved ahead of like Quinterly in the pecking order, so to speak? Problem with Quinterly is you kind of live by Quinterly, you die by Quinterly. Yeah. Uh, I would still keep Quinterly ahead, and then I would go. And Tomlin's yeah. your like third guy. And, yeah. Like, are. To me, if you're Penny, are you starting to expand his role? And that so far, by and large, they haven't been like running plays for him or anything that much. It's been more. I mean, at this point, are they knowing plays? Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, they're not feeding him in the post. They're not like he's getting his his points via putbacks, via sometimes the flow of the offense. When I say dishes, I, I'm not even necessarily talking about like run offense through him. I'm talking get him a lot of minutes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like. He comes off the floor when he's tired and comes off the floor when he's got foul trouble. I do think they have a nice little front court rotation now with him, Malcolm, and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like you can really attack anything that's thrown at you from a front court perspective with those three guys. Versatile, Mark. Yes, very that's, versatile. That's the term. Um and so no, really what you gotta shore up is kind of I guess that second big spot, right? And then the just the the general like if someone's going to slow them down ultimately they have a great equalizer in that they are pretty inefficient in terms of like the flow of the offense like Penny's complained about them well, they're, sharing they're the ball. Inefficient in terms of like number of shots made off assists. But David Jones, but that's partially I think because David Jones has been so good and like Yeah, no, I I'm not saying uh, he is a one-on-one score that is very rare, it feels like, in college basketball these days, right? Yeah. Like, he's got—I don't know if he's an NBA player, but he scores in an NBA manner a lot. Like, you know, it's from the post. It's like shooting threes. It's, it's like getting of, to the line. It's a lot of iso ball. Yeah, it's like getting <laughs> to the line, you know? Um, and so Clear I think space. that's part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, ultimately that game the other day against Vanderbilt or a couple weeks ago against Vanderbilt, Hey, what did he get the line eighteen times in that game or something? Yeah, and also <laughs> like I also think about uh, was it the Clemson game where like he didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but like he's he's the type of score where even if he's not making a bunch of shots, he knows how to get points. Like by the way, I don't know if you saw this. Seth Davis and Jeff Goodman called him the second best transfer in the country this year. Well, Jimmy Dykes, what was Dickinson it? was well, number one. What game was I watching? Demi, Jimmy Dykes was calling. He had him as like. Like his star of the year. Mm. No one loves to... Let me tell you what. Nobody, when calling a game, loves a graphic of some Jimmy Dyke awards like Jimmy mm. Dykes. Like, yeah, wait, wait, what awards? Yeah. <laughs> the Dykes? It's like when mm. it's like when an actor like names like it with like the I, I I won a FAFTA award. Yes. It's like some like yeah, yeah. And you're like what? Yeah, wait, what? 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 The, the film critics guide. It's like once we get beyond People's Choice Award, yeah. I'm not. I, and even then, even then, hey, but at know, least yeah. like if you're gonna. When I hear you want when when the when the lead line on your resume is People's Choice Awards, <laughs> I go. So you were hot. <laughs> okay. Kaylee Cuoco won a lot of People's Choice Awards. Uh, a lot of them. She's an actress, right, mm. Jeffrey? She's a good actress. I like her. I we all liked her on Eight huh? Simple Rules. Uh. Why? Because she was hot. And Big Bang Theory. Yeah. No, no, no. She's like, she's. So talented, versatile. I'm thinking of all those awards. The flight attendant. She's good in that too. Uh-huh. Her her style is hot. <laughs> you, you just name things. Okay, she's the hot blonde on a show of nerds. <laughs> she's a flight attendant. Literally, the show is rules for dating my teenage daughter. Parentheses, who's hot? Uh, like, that's the whole point. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, uh, 
Hopefully the Tigers stay hot uh, in Tulsa mm, tonight. Nicely done. Yeah, there we go. We'll talk smooth. We'll talk more about it with Jason Smith here in uh, 20, 25 minutes or so. Uh, coming up, though, we'll get into the list. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yes, bad. This hour of the G&J Show is presented by Regions Bank. Now, back to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. G&J on 92.9 FM ESPN. The list is, of course, brought to you by one of my new favorite spots in town. Birdies, located 493 South Main Street. New indoor golf simulator concept located in the historic South Main District of downtown. The PGA Tour kicks off their season. They're going to be in Hawaii. The weather's not going to be great this weekend. You're going to be in peak thinking about your golf game mode, but don't want to go outside to do anything about your golf game mode. Go to Birdies. They've got three fantastic simulators. You can play 600 golf courses around the world. You can work on your game. You can do anything that you want from a tech, from an analysis standpoint. Or you can simply just go have a good drink and have some fun with friends. Also, you can sign up for the Winter League, which will start on January the 15th. Visit their Instagram. Their IG is at birdies901. It's a two-person scramble format. So go sign up now as that will begin on the 15th. If you want to reserve a simulator, you can do so at golfatbirdies.com. Golfatbirdies.com also has all the information you need. Also check out their merch as well. Let's get into the list. Giannato and Jeffrey make a list of the biggest stories and people they need to talk about. Being on the list can be a good or bad thing. Listen to find out who made it and why. This is The List. You just made The List! Presented by Birdies 901. Memphis's place for virtual golf on 92.9 FM ESPN. Draymond Green. You just made The List! Jeffrey, we've got uh, an update from Woj on Draymond. waiting. His indefinite suspension, I believe he's missed 10 games now. 11. Well, I guess tonight, tonight will be, the, will be tonight the 11th. Will be the 11th, yes. Tonight will be the 11th game, but according to Woj... Sounds like he's ramping up. He's at, Well, he's expected to return to the mm. Warriors facility in the coming days to start ramping up to resume play again. I bring this all up, Jeffrey. A week from Monday is the MLK Day game between the Grizzlies and Warriors. 
feels like that'll that'll involve Draymond Green at this point if that's what if he's starting to ramp up now, right? By then he'll be back. Yeah, that seems likely because I always hear ramp up and I think a week. Yeah, I bet you it's I, one. I just it might not be his first game back either. I could tell yesterday something was up because on the NBA Today or whatever the show is now, they were mm-hmm. showing Draymond's like Christmas pictures, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. they're trying to soften everybody up. You know, hit him with the body blows of look how look how good he is. I, I'm sure he's learned his lesson. I'm sure he's going to be a changed person. Well, listen, he you know maybe he got got he was at LeBron's birthday party mm. over the weekend mm. um, down in Southern California. So, uh. um, you know, he's really you know listen, he's, um, maybe I mean, I he's, do agree. maybe he's a changed man. I don't know. I doubt that. I sincerely doubt that. Um, just hopefully he doesn't choke anyone on the court again. Or punch them in the face, or kick them in the nuts, or step on their chest. The uh, Warriors are really. Did you see Clay Thompson's press conference the other day? Well, they're kind of coming apart at the seams. Well, like and like Clay, it was like eerie well, in that he was like he. It was like him up on the podium confronting his own, like realizing his own mortality. Like realize, yeah, like realize talking it out in real time. Of I had this conversation with Steve Kerr, and like we both came to the realization that like. I'm never going to be the player I, w- I was, and, like, I need to accept that. And, like, it was just striking to hear him. Like, I, I appreciated the candor. Mm. I was just surprised mm. to hear him say it up on the podium like that, like, really kind mm. of acknowledging, like, thoughtful answer. I'm never, I'm mm-hmm. ne- well, he was just like, I'm never going to be the player I was, and me being moody and upset about the fact that I can't reach the player that I was is actually a detriment to this team. Like, you know, it's rubbing off on other people. And, like, I thought it was – I just thought it was really interesting to hear that, you know, sort of pulling a veil back a little bit on uh, the dynamics at play there because ultimately them winning that – you brought it up, them winning that championship two years ago. You know, if they don't win the title that year, they probably break up the team that year. Probably so. Like, if they lost to the Grizzlies in the second round – they're probably I mean, in they're, some form. They're not trading the, staff I would or say anything. The problem, but, though, is when you keep talking about them breaking it up, like, inevitably, I just don't ever but think they're Remember, they, gave, they ultimately gave Clay like, another contract that wasn't long-term, but he got, like, a three-year deal or whatever it is. Yeah, but then the world's smartest person, or I don't know, who's smarter, Bob Myers or Steve Kerr? Who's smarter? I'm going to give it to Bob Myers no, because at least, he, at least he got the out fact, before all the, the tough decisions had to be made. No, that was the ultimate key of like, oh, this is done. Yeah. When he left, it's like, oh, because if he really thought they were going to get another he title. He said that publicly. But I'm just saying like at, in real time, if he thought they were going to compete for another title, he stays. Yes. No, they're going to reach the uncomfortable. F- like, I think it'll be better with Steph given his skill set. But like they're going to reach an uncomfortable stage of – they're not going to be able to – like, they got to ride Steph until – like, he's a guy you don't ever want to let him go somewhere well, else I don't and finish think, career I, somewhere else. I think else. they've made it very clear that he's – even in a diminished – But, like, he's – Steph is the equi- – you'll appreciate this. He's Ovi. They are not letting him go do any yes. record oh, in yeah. any other jersey. But I do think it's interesting that they made the calculation to sign Draymond to the contract they signed him to this offseason. Well, I think it was – I think it was a lack of options. Yeah. Um, but they, you're watching them – I'm not saying crumble like that. Frankly, they're still like still ahead of the Grizzlies. Yeah, they're still ahead of the Grizzlies. But if they they don't, I don't they don't feel like one of the elite teams in the Western Conference anymore. Would you agree with that, Golden State? 
No, I do. They've gone from being one of the three best teams I in the will. West to being like in the four to seven here's, range. Here's the problem that I have. The teams that are going to be like, are we, are you and I, like, let's say, let's say Minnesota gets the one seed and they've deserved, like, they've been a fantastic basketball season. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel fluky at all. Yeah. Do you really believe in Minnesota and OKC as the one and two seeds going into the playoffs? Because I know I'd still rather bet on Denver. Yes, I think you're right about that. Certainly Denver. And then you're going to start getting I mean, the team that's sneaky really good right now is the like the Clippers are yeah, racking but the, up but wins. That to me that's on brand. I guess they got a Harden and Paul George are always Mr. January. Yes. Paul George was a good playoff you, player uh, with you the Pacers. Have, you have, like I don't know why you chose to he take the Paul George. He led the Clippers George, like, to the Western black. Conference Finals in the COVID year, uh, like the year oh after my the God, COVID in the year. year that didn't count. Not the year. No, no, not the bubble year. The year after the year that barely counted. When when Kawhi got hurt, he still led him to the Western Conference Finals. And didn't they get bounced in like four? Yes, but they shouldn't have made it to the Western Conference okay. Finals. He All played right. really well. All right, an all time great. He's not playoff. He he screwed himself by calling himself playoff P, no, but he's duh. not a horrible. That's why you can never. Harden is a horrible playoff You player. can never, ever, 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 ever give yourself the own nickname playoff no. something. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, well, you can, but you better be like the best playoff player there is. Even LeBron, in all of his arrogance and mm-hmm. all of his self-belief, which I would argue, okay, congratulations. The only never person who's really kind of done it is Michael Jordan. Right, because he, he had six he, finals. Yeah, no, and so and honestly, he, he never did it that explicitly. Well, no, and also it was, <laughs> it was a lot of after. It was post career. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but I don't know. The Clippers look good to me. Um, I think that's a you know like they've got there's so many options uh, on that team, and it seems to be fitting okay um, right now. So I know Kawhi's been hurt, so maybe that helps in some weird way. But he was playing really well before he got hurt. Um, so. It'll be it'll be fascinating to see, but the looks like the Warriors are going to get Draymond Green back um, sooner rather mm, than yeah, later. Can't wait! <laughs> you can't wait. Um, Derrick Henry, you just made the list. We haven't talked much about this. This is going to be Derrick Henry's last game with the Titans, right? This weekend. I mean, I think the question is how many guys is it their last game? Derrick yeah. Henry? It's been pretty obvious. Like that was. Yeah. I mean, they tried to move him, and he's a free agent, right? Will he be a number one running back for a team next year? Um, I mean, what's his goal? Is his goal going to be to try to get as much money, or is he going to go ring chase? Um, I don't know. He's he's gonna Thursday is to, today is his thirtieth birthday. Yeah, so a lot of miles. Probably looking at two, maybe three years tops left. Right with a guy like him. If you get a full year, oh, full I think year. it's a win. So you don't think he can help a contender? I think he maybe get him over the top, but the problem that we keep seeing is the teams that need to get over the, like, the teams that have been Super Bowl winning teams, like, they just don't really care about the running backs. I mean, you could talk yeah. me into a scenario where— Is it going to be more like he's going to— Because I, what I would hate my, my is first, for him to be like, a, like Zeke this year with well, the Patriots. My, my first thought was— my first thought was, does this not smell like uh, uh, go, like Emmett at the end? Of, well, I was remember Emmett with the Cardinals sign, sign with Carolina? Like that was kind of my uh, yeah. Give a young hey, you know what helps another out a young Alabama quarter, guy? Yeah, you know what helps out a young quarterback? Have that veteran get, running back get you, get you a big solid running back <laughs> that helped the run game. 
Oh, man. Yeah, the Titans are... Uh, I mean, I think the more interesting question, is this Vrabel's last game? Oh. I think because it's, it's definitely Derrick Henry's last game. Like, in terms of, will they, like, wouldn't they have to trade him for him to be a coach? He is under contract, mm-hmm. and so the first thought is, are is New England going to be... How do we feel about... This seems to be the first year in a very long time. Is the last coach to get traded Gruden... When Gruden went Wasn't from the Josh McDaniels traded the first time he became the Raider or the, the Broncos coach. Broncos coach. I don't think so. I thought maybe last time with the Raiders he might have been traded because did he agree to be the Colts coach? You could tell me somebody had the rights to him. Oh no! So here you go. Who's um, the last coach to be traded? Was it, it Dungy? It looks like I, I Sh- Sean Payton. They had to trade because technically when he retired. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about who is someone that coached a team. One year, got traded the next. Like, Andy Reid was the coach of the Eagles, but they fired him, and it took seven seconds for the Chiefs to hire him. So it looks like Bruce Arians was a trade between the Cardinals and the Bucks in 2019. And Herm Edwards was a trade uh, from the Jets to Kansas City in 06. All right. And then, and then, Gruden. And then Gruden in 02. And then Belichick in 2000. And Mike Holmgren in '99, Bill Parcells in '97, and then before yeah, that, the like only other one those... was Don Shula from the Colts to the uh, Dolphins. Dolphins. That was for a f- man. But like they're talking about, they're talking about like legitimately there being a coaching trade market. Well, the Broncos had to trade a first and a third round pick for the Saints. I would think Vrabel would command a first round pick too. Sean <sighs> Payton's got Titans. a Super Bowl. Yeah, but if I'm the Titans, I don't want. I want Vrabel to stay as my coach, right? I think. I think if you're the Titans, you don't want Vrabel, and here's why: Vrabel feels like he's counterproductive to a rebuild. Vrabel feels like this was the absolute bottom, and they're still going to be what, like six? When what they're looking at? I think they're looking at like the seventh pick. Mm-hmm. I only know about the. I only know. I know about, you, I, I know you, you see over here with your number two pick. Well, did you see Steve Kornacki? From MSNBC was like crunching the numbers on his Karnacki, right? Uh, whatever, I don't know. His no, name. there's nothing better when he's on the board. Well, he was on the board calculating how how Washington stays ahead of New England for the toothpick. Well, the big thing that you need, you're rooting for the Jets this week. No, I'm sorry, you're rooting for the Patriots. So that's the easiest thing. Well, we want play the Jets. We, well, yeah, we want the Patriots to win against the Jets. And uh, so the Titans are sitting here five and eleven. They play the Jags, and they're tied with the Chargers, who are five and eleven. And they're in between the six and seven pick. I mean, well, are they going to go into this draft going? We they're not going to draft another quarterback, I would. right? I you, would. You would. Yeah, Mister. I can't see a blitz, even though it's right mm. in front of. I'm telling you, what would that, that guy's well, never would that be in, if they're now third matter, year in a row? Round pick. Yeah, I guess still third year in a row and using a new regime, probably. I think though, if you're if you're if you're the Titans, I think you want you want Vrabel. You want to say goodbye. Interesting, because I think he'd be an attractive candidate elsewhere. I think Vrabel is... He also could be the next Ohio State coach. Yeah, like a year or two? I don't see Vrabel wanting to go... I could have seen that 10 years ago. Mm. I don't... He's Vra- getting the taste. No, but Vrabel doesn't strike me as the guy that wants to go recruit his roster every year. Mm, yeah, I'm telling true. you, that what is going to be the fascinating thing in college football moving forward is if indeed it becomes a revenue-sharing sport and they become employees, when teams do the math of, why are we paying a coach... 80% of our budget? Because one thing college used to have, like when 
you go get some of these big college jobs and you're getting paid $10, $11 million, that's going to start to change at some point because people are going to start doing the math. But I think the real question is, does Brady, or I'm sorry, does Belichick leave? Who else were they tossing around? Florio had some good, it was like, uh, well, then the real wild card is where does your coach go? But I know he's just focused on Monday. Yes, that's the only thing. Oh, one track we didn't mind. talk about we didn't talk about McAfee's theory. Is it possible he's already told the guys he's leaving, and they've decided Win one win. last one last ride? Like they're all like if you don't, mm, it's all about this no. team. This he told them to get rid of the distractions. No, I don't think that's. I don't. I don't think either because if you ever t- whenever you tell a team that they quit immediately. Yeah, yeah I don't think it is. Um, all right, Jason Smith's going to join us next. I want to get his thoughts on this Memphis Tulsa game. Uh, seven o'clock tip. I think it's an ESPN Plus game. I, I was like, I think it's plus two uh, for Memphis basketball. But Jason Smith from the Jason and John Show will join us next. We'll get his thoughts on the game and more. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's game time. Memphis's biggest sports personality. Not close. He's big. It's Gabe Kuhn. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Start practicing your pitching for the ultimate $80,000 snowball fight at Southland Casino Hotel. Join us Saturdays in January from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for hourly drawings. 40 winners every week will win a share of $20,000 in free play. Want in? Get an entry for every 24 points earned daily with five times the entries on Wednesdays. Don't miss Saturdays at Southland. It's going to be so much fun. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Don't miss out on limited-time appliance deals during the closeout event at Lowe's. Get up to 35% off select major appliances. Plus, save an extra $100 when you spend $999 or more on all major appliances. Hurry, these deals are too good to last long. Shop in-store or online today because Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid 1-4 through 124. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, see Lowe's.com for details. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-230-2777. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-230-2777. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-230-2777. 2777. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-230-2777. 800-230-2777 or BigLou.com. I'll tell you what, when folks come to my house, you know what they drink on? That would be old Dominic Tennessee whiskey. 
And it is made right here in the heart of downtown Memphis, distilled, barreled, aged, bottled in Memphis. First time that's been the case since Prohibition. It is Memphis whiskey. It's unto its own. Maple sugar charcoal distilling. It's good every single time to drink on ice. You can have it neat. You can mix your favorite cocktail with it. But everyone in my house, when they join me, they love it. And on top of all that, go to olddominic.com to check out all of their other products, whether it's gin, vodka, or that Tennessee whiskey. But don't stop there. Head on downtown to that state-of-the-art distillery, and you can get a cocktail, you can check out a tour and tasting, and just have a good old time. Elevated, yet relaxed atmosphere. Sits at 305 South Front Street, Old Dominic Distillery. Come say hi. This hour of the G&J Show is presented by Regions Bank. Now, back to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. G&J on 92.9 FM ESPN. Jason Smith is the co-host of the Jason and John Show. Right here on 92.9 FM ESPN from 11 until 2. Kind enough to join us each and every Thursday. Jason, are we going to get... Another underwhelming Tiger basketball performance tonight. No, I'm kind of with you guys. I think with the way Tulsa plays, I mean they they won't try to slow you down. It looks like they're they're trying to be up tempo. But some of you guys point out to they we touched on too. I mean they'll they'll throw the ball around. They're turning it over, sort of plays right in the Tigers' hands. I, I think a lot of what we saw and and Penny's address that you guys have touched on it was you know the holiday break, the before and the after and. Listen, I mean, you know, we don't need to give him the speech. I'm sure Penny will, will will have already given it to him, but you're going to have to sort of create your own energy in a lot of these situations over these next, you know, 16 games, 16 of the 18 conference games. And so, um, you know, you, you can't go into this thing sleepwalking. You've got to at least get off to a, a, your own solid start. And so, um, no, man, I, I think they'll handle business, and especially coming off the – you know, how disappointed Penny was in the last two performances. I think they should handle business tonight. SMU, we'll see, because I'm with you, Jeffrey. I think that could be, that one could maybe be a little bit more tricky uh, come this weekend. I'm curious, we were also talking about this sort of the roles moving forward now that Naquan Tomlin is here um, and obviously had a very nice game against Austin P. Um, I don't think, you know, obviously David Jones is your number one option. That's very clear at this point. Um, but how, how do you see Tomlin's role increasing from here on out um, after what he's done over the last over the first two, you know, sort of his first two appearances? What, how do you see this playing out over the next few weeks for him? Well, I, I, you want to get him more incorporated offensively than he is, certainly more into more of a flow and find out, you know, sort of what his role in a, in a smoother flow looks like. But, but I will say this, I don't think you're, you don't need to reteach here. You're not, you're not in a situation where Tomlin's a guy that you're going to have to run a lot of stuff for, or, or even, you know, where, where, where you're spending a lot of time posting him up. I mean, whether it's him shooting the three, uh, getting to the ball and basket pass, you know, getting to the basket pass bigger, uh, past uh, other bigs and using his versatility to get the basket. I don't think you got to run anything for him. And so that, that's a, that's a good thing, especially for a team like this. But yeah, 
you've, you've figured out your pecking orders. You certainly know number one with David Jones, but there are still things to figure out. And so I think having a guy like Tomlin that's more rim runner, going to catch alley-oops, but again, you're not running sets with him at the, as the priority. I think it's going to be fine, um, but they do need to figure out sort of what it's going to look like. And again, I would go back to you know the way that they played DeAndre Williams last year and see how much of sort of what DeAndre did that you that 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 Tomlin can handle. Um, offensively, Memphis was really humming, you know, last year come tournament time uh, by that tournament, and you know, especially DeAndre Williams and what are you getting for that position? I don't know. I, I would just be curious how close can I come to having a a a guy that I can again, you know. And DeAndre wasn't the guy you necessarily had to run things for, whether it was putbacks or whatever else. He was so valuable in any other places. But that said, you could put him at the top of the free throw line and run offense through him. Um, I don't think you'll be as dependent necessarily on, on Naquan Tomlin having to do that, but I'd like to see sort of how much can he help in terms of, you know, creating a, a, a more rhythmic offense, a better flowing offense, because we've, we've, we've seen it. There have been times this season, and Penny's talked about it over and over, where, you know, they've got to get smoother there. And I think he can be a part of that. I think he can be a big part of it. So you're, you're trying to incorporate that, Mark, and, and slowing down a little bit to do it, but I don't think you're changing anything drastically. And I think that's, uh, that, that serves them well. I kind of think the other thing that's going to be interesting to me moving forward is are we going to see, like, how dominant are they going to be? Because it feels like, you know, I know John's mentioned this, like, you know, in the league you're going to kind of have to be dominant. But I pointed out to Mark, like, Penny kind of has a tendency. I mean, we've we've seen big wins before. Like, I'm not saying it's not possible. But more times than not, like, the games that, you know, are kind of 10-point games that could have maybe been pushed out to 20, 25 points – he ends up playing guys that are, are lower on the bench. Like, I am kind of curious to see this year if there's more of an en- emphasis because one thing that I think has been a big addition, like outside of David, Jan- David Jones, I think you can make the argument one of the biggest additions has been Rick Stensberry because I, like I feel like they're running a tighter ship now, and, and I, think that's part of, I think that's part of what Rick provides. But Rick's going to know as well as anyone, like sometimes you just can't afford to like, hey, we got to keep – we got to keep – Nine through twelve, happy. We got to we got to sit here and kind of put our foot down. I'm curious to see how this goes during conference play. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm more and and I, I touched on that on our show. More, I think the priority should be getting the offense into a flow with the seven or eight that you know you're going to play. You know, against Florida Atlantic. You know, by the time you get to late February and come March, I mean that more so than than trying to see everybody play ten to eleven, twelve, and we know Penny has a tendency to go back to that at some points. Now, I, I do think of the bigger games he's shown. He's tightened it up this year. Stansberry did against Missouri when Penny wasn't there, and 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 I still think again figuring it out with those guys is the priority. But we're going to see more. We're, we're going to see more players. We're going to see some of those freshmen in some of these games. Hopefully it's not it's not something again that's throwing off what the key is to get the balance with the right guys. Back to the point about how dominant do they need to be? I mean, you've got a leg up on Florida Atlantic going into this thing in the sense that you don't have the bad loss. You know, right now Florida Atlantic more so can't afford with two quad four losses, but you don't have a quad three or quad four. They're the ones that are really I mean, there's no margin for error for either if you're talking about being a four seed or anything higher than yeah. that. But but for the most part, they're the ones that really can't stub their toe at this point because, again, the work you did in the non-conference, being 11-2, and two, you've put yourself in a situation where 
Jeffrey, if it's just taking care of business, it doesn't necessarily have to be clubbing everybody by 20 or 25, although you'd love to see that, if it's just taking care of business. Penny's best record in conference been 13-5. and five. I think Ken Palm is going back and forth right now, whether it's got Memphis projected at 14-4 and four or 13-5. and five. We all see, with the way it's set up, with the competition level and, and the frankly, the firepower and experience you have, this should be his best year in conference play. And again, if that's a 15 and three, I think that's fine. Again, if some of those are eight, nine point wins on the road, that's all fine and dandy. If you combine it with, again, no quad four type losses and you're combining it with the 11 and two, I think you're going to pull up on selection Sunday uh, and really like what you've got. Even, you know, even if it's a pair of losses to Florida Atlantic, if it's gone the exact wrong way, and like that was the case with Houston last year, right in the regular season, he came back and got him in the conference tournament. I still think Memphis, because of the work it's done, is in a it's in better position, frankly, than than Florida Atlantic is in terms of do we need to be dominant in these games, win all of them by twenty to impress the selection committee? No, it's clear you've already you've already impressed as far as that's concerned. What you've got to do is is not fall off, is is not you know. As, as my man said, step on, as my partner said, step on one of these Legos in conference play and really hurt and unravel, you know, sort of what you've done. So they're in prime position. And no, I don't think you got to beat everybody by 25, but get the wins. And, and I think, you know, 15 and three, uh, 16 and two possibly, but even a 15 and three has you in, in a great position come selection Sunday. Well, and the, the, the delicate balancing act that I think, is gonna because I, I ultimately think yeah they might stub their toe here or there but I think this I, I, my feeling is this is the best team in the be league the, and they're gonna prove yeah. well it. I'm I, yeah. I'm gonna start doing this I want to start looking up but I I don't know if you I want to see if there was a team that got a top four seed I don't think they're gonna stay in the forties in the net mm-hmm. but like I I do think like you're gonna have to crack the top twenty five. Yeah, well, and the other element that I think is being overlooked a little bit is ultimately. The way this schedule sets up, I think it is nice that you get Florida Atlantic twice at the end in that mm-hmm. hopefully it's too – like Gonzaga has run into this issue in years past where they've been in a league where they, you know, haven't been challenged and other than like a game here or there where they may, you know, threaten to stub their toe or maybe St. Mary's gave them a game once and then they, they get to the NCAA tournament and like they're not – Ready for they they play. Well, you look back and you go. They played their best basketball in December when they played their tough non conference schedule, and they fell off. And and my the delicate part of all this is you know how does Memphis like Memphis ultimately to be a Sweet Sixteen team? I think is ultimately going to have to go to a higher level than even they showed in the Texas A and M, the Clemson, and the Virginia games. Like to be the elite team that you think they have the potential to be, there still needs to be a little more growth. I would say, um, and it. What's going to be, I think, the biggest challenge of this whole schedule is, like, having that growth within a schedule in which, again, it's like essentially a schedule full of landmines rather than a schedule full of opportunities like non-conference was. And so how – it's going to be a new challenge for Penny Hardaway, I think, ultimately. It's one he has not encountered his first five years on the job. Well, and it's one of the reasons I touched on this, too, earlier today, that maybe in the future, and especially if there's no Dusty May at Florida Atlantic in years to come, and that program is not what it is right now, that maybe, much like Cal did in the 7 season, you had a 
a non-conference game in the middle mm-hmm. of February, back to your point, Mark, to test you, to have, mm-hmm. to be more of a test that's closer to what you're going to face in the tournament than what you're getting. And, again, scheduling it like that where you throw one in. Now, back then, you know, Gonzaga, Tennessee was willing to do it. Don't know if an SEC yeah. team would be now. Gonzaga was a team that, that continued on with Josh, and it was good for both sides. It'd be great if there is someone like that. Or you could get Gonzaga to play that game mm-hmm. because, to your point, Mark, you won't get tested in the way that you need to be until those final games at Florida Atlantic. And so I, I brought that up on the show today, that that might be a sort of a scheduling court that Penny might want to go mm-hmm. back to because much like those days, you're now in a conference that just isn't going to provide many tests. And so, and, and certainly tests that, that really get you ready. You know, not just a, uh, you know, an SMU team that's top 50 and tell yourself metrically, okay, maybe, you know, this one's better than the other guys in the league. Mm-hmm. No, you need to, uh, a team like Memphis with expectations like Memphis will need tests at that point in the season. And, and probably even more so, again, if, you know, the minute that Dusty May is gone from Florida Atlantic. So I think that's something that, you know, that they might need to revisit, you know, sort of an old scheduling way that maybe you go back to uh, in the future. We'll see. But I'm, I'm in agreement with you that that's the key is this, you know, you'll have to turn it up so much from where you've been, you know, there late in the season with these final, you know, 16 of these 18 games that, you know, is it going to be like flipping a switch and you're able to do that? Hopefully so that the, you know, the talent and the experience wins out, but there's no guarantee of that. That's, that's the one, you know, that's the, that's unfortunately the embarrassment right now of being in this, uh, the conference that you are. So I'm looking at it last year. My Indiana was at 30 in the net and they got left. That was the highest ranked four seed. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, the other thing with the, with, with the schedule, I do think you're ultimately, you presumably are going to get three games against Florida Atlantic in like a three week span at the end of the year. The two games in the regular season, and then well, I would, you know, I mean, I know Florida Atlantic has looked a little shakier than expected here to start conference play, but I still expect them to be the second best team in the league. Um, no one else well, has really it. stood out you, to me. You need them to hold up their end. I mean, you, really you do want them to be. Of... They have a great win against Arizona. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, I know they have, you know, I, I, again, I don't, I don't think they're better than Memphis and I, I think they have hurt their profile in a significant way with the two, Absolutely. with two of the, the, with having two losses as bad as they have, but they still are, I think a tournament team. Um, and so, and those will be high intensity matchups at the end of the year for Memphis, I would presume, uh, given the history and given the quality of the players on both can, sides. Can, can you imagine, uh, because it may not be so far off. An AAC then work that's got a Florida Atlantic that's like in the hundreds, you know, over yeah. rather than rather than where it is and, yep. and how much pressure there'll be on Memphis then to sort of run the not sort of to run the table. The expectation to go eighteen and zero every year in conference play. I mean, we may not be but you know, a year removed from those days. Now, I'll be interested to see what you know, now with what they've done in basketball and the investment level that they've got, you know, where they sort of go, but that day ain't so far ahead, man, where Dusty May's out of there and you're wondering, you know, my, my gosh, what are you looking around for then? Hell, there's not even an SMU here. And so, oh, yeah. man, we're, we're not far removed from the no, day. This thing's going to be way worse than it is right now. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. All right, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask about the Grizzlies. Are you, oh. Oh. Um, are you like, yeah, how, how much did that loss last night hit you in the gut in terms of, like, your outlook on... Like, it seems like a lot of people took that one really hard and are now really coming to grips with what Jeffrey has been saying for a while in terms of, like, this is not... this We're not getting back in the playing mix. I'm not there yet, but it feels like last night's loss was a little... 
for some was a tipping point. Was it for you? Yeah, it's the low point for me just in terms of belief level. I mean, I, I'm one of those guys that got giddy off the 4-0 start. and so. But it was more so the you could at least tell yourself, okay, when Jaws has been healthy, right, not coming off sickness, and you've got Jaron and Bain all scoring 20, you're, you could t- you'd like to tell yourself you can play with anybody in the league. Well, you got that last night. And, and frankly, uh, up until those last four or five minutes, there really didn't feel like there was a chance you're going to win it. I know second night of a back-to-back, but back, back to the point that you made about Jeffrey, now, how he's pointed out how tough this is going to be the entire time. Uh, that, that's after last night. That felt like a must-win to me. If we, were go- if we were going to push back and make this run and, and prove Jeffrey wrong that, no, you can't get, that you can't get back in this thing, it felt like last night was one of those games you had to have, particularly when you look ahead. Not just the next three that they're hitting on the road, all teams ahead of you, but the next seven, really, that get you to the halfway point. They're all tough. And you could see you could see this team going one and six or two and you know two and five. It would not surprise me in the least bit. And so yes, I think last night, particularly with the the level of team it was that you were playing, the fact that you had mostly everybody, say for maybe Vince Williams Jr. that probably could have done something for your for you in that game. D Rose and Bismack weren't. Um, to lose that one felt desperate. I was at the point there where, yes, last four or five minutes, Mark, I was chewing on my fingernails just in the sense that it felt like you had to have it and you were hoping they could get over the hump. So with each, with each one of these, obviously the hole just gets bigger. And, uh, yeah, man, feels like you're running out of time and that the competition's only going to get, uh, going to get tougher as you got to beat these teams that are ahead of you. I just, yeah, you're, you're losing hope with each one. And then you have to start, you know, you ask yourself the bigger questions. Okay, do you make a move just for the sake of making a move to shake it up right now? Do you do something more so for next year? You know, looking at the Steven Adams deal and going into that, how much faith do you have in him? So, you know, we are may you, be Are, you, are you changing? What do you think about Taylor Jenkins? I'm not, I'm not ready to make a, a judgment on Taylor Jenkins. I'm really not. I mean, I, I, know, I, I realize there are huge rotation questions. Why are you playing Derrick Rose as much as you are when he's been healthy? I mean, but there, there are things beyond his control that this thing ultimately, you know, uh, the reason you're here falls back on. And that's job, that's the injuries, that's some of the front office decisions with the wings. And no, I'm not. Taylor Jenkins has not done enough this year, or certainly what you'd like. I mean, he overachieved in some instances where he's been down, guys. That's not happening this year. But I don't think that shaking it up, if whether, you know, I don't think that's the move. I don't think that's what fixes it, nor do I think it's necessary at this point. The players still seem to be on board with him. You're not at a point where you're hearing, you know, from six sources like you are with the Lakers. Uh, people are unhappy with the rotations. For now, um, I'm fine with Taylor Jenkins uh, and ready to make more of a judgment when he's got a, when he's got a little bit more of a full hand uh, to deal with. Again, not having BC and Steven Adams, maybe they shouldn't be so dependent on those guys, but clearly it's two guys they paid going forward and feel like are key cogs. And you go from one of the best rebounding teams, if not the best offensive rebounding team, when you've got Steven Adams and Brandon in there to the worst. And again, you know, can you put that on Taylor Jenkins? No. Um, so I'm not ready to, to say, yeah, get Taylor Jenkins out of here, but I'm certainly not, you know, uh, looking at the job that he's done this season and saying, uh, you get, you know, you get a gold star like you have the past couple of years. Uh, everybody's up for, uh, I suppose, judgment here because of where they are, but I don't think you start with Taylor Jenkins. I think the real question is how many people want to stay up tomorrow night? I'm going to watch that game tomorrow. It, we have to. Oh, but I, I mean, I, I'm still intrigued by the team, even if it's like, you Honestly, don't think there's going to be some Laker PTSD? 
I don't love the vibes of LeBron having to call players only meeting. It wasn't right? players only. It Whatever. Players only. Kick the kick the coaches out meeting. Well, no, I don't think it was kick the coaches out. out. I think there. it was like everyone. Okay. Nine of the last ten you've lost. Right, but doesn't that am I the only person that's looking at it like, oh, he's doing it right before the Grizzlies? The old get back game. Well, I just think they went below five hundred, and that's. I think, I think also it's a little get right game. Yeah, well, Grizzlies we saw, could be. Due we too. saw they clearly care more. Like when people in, remember the play in tournament. Yeah, no, it, it's yes, an. They, did. they got up for that. It's yeah. an interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting road trip here. It feels like a, feels like a road trip that you know. I, I don't know if you're going to stay the same after after this next stretch. You're either going after last year. Yeah, you're either going to go south or or you're gonna you're gonna feel. Much better than you do today, but it's not. You're not going to stay the same exactly. <laughs> right now. Yeah. So, Jason, enjoy the moments. Enjoy job dunking on people. Uh, Jason, we appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. All right, that was Jason Smith, co-host of the Jason and John Show, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day here on 92.9 FM ESPN. When we come back, we will tell your story. You're listening to Giannato and Jeffrey. The traditional first year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Systems is having a huge New Year's sale right now over in the Mount Moriah Office Park. Computers priced to move. Got a 3 gigahertz Dell Core i5 tower for only $399. That's with a 19-inch monitor. A Dell laptop for just $299. Cooper Systems also has desktop PCs and towers for as low as $149. So, whatever you're after, PCs or, yeah, Apple products, iMac, MacBook Air, they got those two. Cooper Systems either has it for you or they can get it for you or they can just build it for you. We're talking about high-end computers, low-end computers, middle the road computers. We're talking about desktops, notebooks, tablets right now in the Mount Moriah office park. So get in touch with them. 360-9679. 360-9679. You can talk to Lee Cooper, to Lauren Cooper. Either one of them can help you. You guys have been supporting them consistently. Thank you for that. Now keep doing it. 360-9679. That's Cooper Systems on the web, coopersystems.com. It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief from unexpected stomach upsets. He's no rookie. (laughs) The way he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT. Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Brian Baldinger with your Hyundai journey to the big game update. We reached the final week of the season, of course, Sunday night as Buffalo Miami go toe-to-toe for division crown. That's the crown jewel of week 18. At the end of the day, it all comes down to Buffalo quarterback, and he has shown the ability to put the team on his back at any time. It's a game with the postseason implications as a Buffalo loss 
could see them fall all the way out of the playoffs. This is what it's all about as an amazing 2023 regular season comes to an end. Tests are a necessary part of life. They evaluate our ability to handle the things life throws at us. Our floors go through tests, too. Pets, kids, spills, scratches, you name it, our floors deal with it. That's where LifeProof Flooring comes in. Available in a wide variety of colors and styles for all areas of your home. Whether it's premium pet-proof carpet, waterproof, and scratch-resistant vinyl plank, or even outdoor turf, all LifeProof Flooring is designed to endure life's toughest tests. Available at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. All right, Jeffrey, for today's Tell Your Story, we go to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, the Bucks last night lost for the fourth time this season to the Indiana Pacers. They got swept by them uh, this season, um, even though I believe they still have the best record in the Eastern Conference, the Bucs. No, excuse me, Boston does. Um, Milwaukee is to they, – they would have the best record in the East if they had if not they, lost, to the they not four, lost times. four times to the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Pacers uh, now move up into fifth in the Eastern Conference. But Giannis was asked about it after the game. And this is what he said. I think we realize as a team that there are teams out there that can beat us four times in a season. Now you have that, you think about it. When you go back home, when you sleep, when you wake up, you think about it. Now when you go back and work out, you think about it. On the All-Star break, when you're going to be at an exciting beach with your family, I hope you think about it. When you're about to get freaky at night, you think about it. Mm. That's one. Is that? Or is he telling the truth there? Is he going to be thinking about Tyrese Halliburton and the Indiana Pacers next time he gets freaky with his wife? If I'm his lady, I'm hoping not. <laughs> that could get aggressive. <laughs> Although maybe I don't know. I don't know what they're into. That's not. That's not. Not for me Neither to say. Neither here nor way. there. Neither yeah. here nor there. But yes, Giannis is going to remember losing to the Pacers. Now maybe maybe that'll be a nice playoff series, second round playoff yeah. series or something. I mean, maybe, perhaps. I mean. There's at least an angle there. Yeah, yeah, maybe. At least we got an angle. Will Will Giannis be thinking about the Pacers when he has sex mm-hmm. before and during the playoffs this Cor- year? Only, only, only on TNT. Correct. <laughs> Aggressively. <laughs> My thanks to Jason Smith for joining the program. If you missed anything, be up on the podcast shortly after the program. And for Dennis Remark, Jeffrey saying thanks for listening. Keep listening to Gabe Coon shows coming up next. WMFS FM and HD One Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers. Say play 92.9 ESPN. The ultimate shrimp cocktail, a spinach salad with spiced walnuts and cranberries, and a perfectly seared ribeye with garlic mashed potatoes. Ooh wee! And that's just a taste of what's for dinner at Owen Brennan's. You simply won't believe what you've been missing. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing. 
together millions of things for our planet. This new year, make some resolutions that will improve the environment. Resolve to recycle more. Recycle paper, bottles, and cans. Reuse paper and plastic bags and get a reusable bag for groceries. Recycle old clothes by donating them to charity. And recycle old electronics like TVs, computers, and cell phones at appropriate e-waste facilities. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Now, during Staples Print Big Sale, get $20 off your print purchase of $100 or more, $50 off your print purchase of $200 or more, and $100 off your print purchase of $300 or more. So the more you print at Staples, the more you save. To demonstrate, print, print, print at Staples, you save, save, save. But if you print, 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 print at Staples, you save, 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 save. See how that works. Staples Print Big Sale. Print more, save more. Up to $100. Ends 210. Visit staples.com slash print for details. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Not available in all states. Don't miss out on limited-time appliance deals during the closeout event at Lowe's. Get up to 35% off select major appliances. Plus, save an extra $100 when you spend $999 or more on all major appliances. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.